Because if you're an e-commerce business, obviously you might be trying to get them to make the sale on the web page right there. If you're a service-based business, you might want them to make an appointment. Uh, and if it's a, a, a higher ticket thing, sometimes you don't close the sale right there. So maybe the goal is to get them on your email list. And so you use a lead magnet where you get their email in exchange. They can download a free guide or template like we talked about. And now you can start nurturing them along, educating them on why the thing you are providing will help them, why it's worth the price or whatever the case may be. Because a lot of people aren't ready to buy today, but they might be ready down the line. And so now that they're in your ecosystem, you can stay in touch. You'll be top of mind. And when they are ready to pull the trigger, now they're going to come to you. Hey, it's Chuck here, and I'm so glad that you're listening to this episode. And I just want to take this quick moment right now to let you know about our free collaborators toolkit. And this episode is all about partnership and collaboration. And our guests share many resources, tools, and things that you can use to make collaboration and partnership easier in your business. So if you're looking for better ways to grow and scale your business through collaborations and strategic partnerships, this free Collaborators Toolkit is gonna to contain the best resources from our workshops, as well as contributions from our guests. And these tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for. And they're going to help you to solve everyday business challenges and access highly effective ideas that can help and grow your business exponentially. I know they've helped me and I know they're going to help you as well. And the best part about these tools is that they're completely free. And our gift to you for being a valued member of our community and a subscriber to the show. So you can get access to all of the resources contained inside the Collaborators Toolkit today by visiting the website at www.collaboratorsunite.com slash toolkit. That address again is www.collaboratorsunite.com slash toolkit. Go ahead and register today, get access to all the resources, and I'm going to see you on the inside. Now, here's the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Creative Collaboration Show with Chuck Anderson here. Uh, so happy to have you here, and I've got another amazing guest for you today. Now, all of us are here, are entrepreneurs on a mission to build our business and get our messages out there in a big, big way. And part of how we get that message out there in a big, big way is through our website. And our guest today, Jeff Fulkerson, also known as Jeffro, and, and you're going to meet him here in a moment, is on a mission to rid the world of terrible websites. You know that website that, you know, looks ugly and just really doesn't produce any sales, doesn't really uh, add to the business at all? Well, he's on a mission to rid the, the world of those. And, uh, and through his company, uh, Fro Bro Web Technologies, is helping to position local businesses for uh, success online. And I, that's, Jeffro, that's about the extent I'm going to tell your story. I'm going to get you to tell uh, the rest of it. But I, I think this is, a, uh, this is a, a great topic, very, very timely topic. There's a lot of things happening to change uh, the online world right now. And, uh, and I know when we originally talked, this was going to be a good one. Uh, for us to do. So, Jeffro, welcome to the show. 
Thank you. I'm excited to talk about websites. I love talking about it and I love helping business owners make their websites better. Awesome. Well, I think a good place to start, Jeffro, is tell us a little bit about this mission. Let's let's go deeper into this because and then you know, then we can kind of go into like the origin and you know how how this came to be. And we want to give some really actionable tips, you know, for people today. But talk talk about this mission a little bit. Like what's the problem with websites right now? Well, there's obviously a handful of problems, but some of the big ones are they waste our time. So <laughs> there are so many websites that I'm sure we've all been to where we're trying to find the thing that we need. It should be simple. Sometimes it's just trying to pay a bill and you can't find the option that's supposed to be right there on the homepage. And so you're scrolling, 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 or sometimes you get a pop-up right as you're about to click the button and you end up going to some spam site that you didn't want to go to. And it's just adding stress to your life. And we already have enough stress in our lives, don't we? And it's not a good representation of your business either. So people will judge you based on your website. So if you haven't taken the time to intentionally design your website to look good and represent you well and have that nice user experience, then it's going to be a turnoff for people. People are going to get annoyed and they're going to blame you and they're not going to come back. So that's why it's so important. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's nothing more frustrating than going to a website that's either hard to use or confusing, or you really don't even know what it's about. And uh, so what are some of the most common problems and mistakes that you're you're seeing with websites that that are sending people away? And then maybe on the flip side of that, we can talk about what people should be doing instead. Sure. Well, with pop-ups, I would say a lot of people overuse pop-ups. So sometimes they have multiple pop-ups on the screen. There could be a chat widget in the corner and then a big promotion in the middle, maybe something over here. And that's all distracting and it's reducing the quality of experience for the visitor. Now, pop-ups can be done correctly. And what I would recommend for pop-ups is don't have more than one on a page, first of all. Second of all, don't show it right away. Let the person do what they came here to do before interrupting them. And then the last thing is, if you're going to show a pop-up, make it something that will be of value to that visitor. So if it's just you wanting something from them, they're not going to be happy about it. But if you are providing something in exchange for an email, perhaps, maybe a, it's a free guide or a template or something that will be helpful for them, they're much more likely to be okay with that because now they're getting something out of it. For sure. And this is something where a lot of website owners you know, really do get it wrong. You know, a pop-up in the first few seconds of arriving at a website is way too soon. You haven't developed any sort of relationship with, in fact, they probably don't even know what the website is about yet. They haven't even had a chance to read anything yet. And uh, it's it's way too soon for for any of that. And I get it. Um, you know, the, the desperation sometimes to try to maximize sales or lead generation to try to get more out of it. And it's like, you know, someone will get the bright idea of like, oh, well, if we just ask for this sooner, or if we have this pop up right at the beginning of the of the journey, we'll get more leads and we'll make more sales. Awesome. Uh, and then the opposite, uh, sadly, is true. And uh, as, what's your experience when when talking to these website owners and what some of their reasons are for doing what they're doing with these pop ups? Well, I think a lot of business owners don't take the time to plan out the website and create it intentionally. So most of the time they started out with a template website from GoDaddy or something that was free or cheap, and then they never revisit it because they're busy with running the business. And it, you know, they check that box, I made a website, but they never 
think of it as an important member of their sales team, right? Or they don't think of it as this is my hub of all my marketing efforts because everything points to the website. And so that's why it needs that attention. But if they've never thought about it, then they're just going to do whatever. You know, maybe there was a little suggestion in an email from GoDaddy and like, we can add this for you just with this click. Okay, great. Will it help me? Maybe. But they're not thinking about it from the visitor's perspective. Uh, I think there's also the temptation when you're looking at metrics like traffic and conversions, you're just thinking of the numbers, but you're forgetting that there's a person on the other side of those that you need to actually interact with as a customer. And so if you can remember that your website is for people and not just for computers, then I think that'll go a long way with making those decisions about how to present yourself through your website. Well, it's a really good point. I mean, the website is meant to connect with people and so many of them don't. I mean, you know, look, you know, back when websites first started, you know, they they were little more than brochures of, of what we're doing. But today they need to be interactive. They need to be an extension of you. They need to um, somehow lead to a human to human conversation. And uh, they're much more than just a brochure. Like, here's what we do. Here's the services we can provide. I mean, it's so much more than that now. Um, and like you said, some of these website builders are just making it so easy now. Like, would you like to have a pop-up? Sure, I'll have a pop-up. That sounds like a great idea. Or would you like to use this template? Or would you like to do this? And, you know, to your point is rather than kind of jumping on these opportunities and these features is to really have a plan. You know, from the conversations you're having, how many people are actually sitting down and planning their website saying, you know, this is what we want our website to do. This is what we want to get out of it before clicking all the buttons. Or is it more of an after site? It's like, oh my God, I need a website. I'm going to build it. And I'm just going to click on a bunch of stuff till I've got a website here. Yeah, usually they haven't sat down and done that until they work with me. So they come to me mm -hmm. saying, you know, I know my website's not great or it's okay, but I, I just haven't done anything with it. You know, and so... That's when I say, okay, let's work together. And when I first start with a client, we have a long meeting where I ask them all kinds of questions about their business, their goals. And I try to draw all that out of them. You know, what is the website for? Is it for prospective customers? Is it for existing customers, investors, all of the above? And from there, we can start talking about goals and, you know, with the messaging on the website and what we need to separate, what we can keep together, we can actually plan it out and have a website that is functional specifically for their business. It might be totally different than those templates because now we actually have defined what we're trying to accomplish. Yeah, great idea. And I think, you know, for anyone listening in right now, if, if you're one of those that uh, did not plan your website before you built it. Cause and I knew the, I knew the answer to that question before I even asked it. Cause I work with a lot of people who, again, they're, they're not sitting down and being proactive about their marketing in any sort of way. And they know they want the results and oftentimes not knowing what to do. They'll, you know, believe that any sort of action is better than no action. And to some extent that that's true but is what you really should follow up afterwards and make sure that what you've put in place uh, is actually working for you. And the website is one of those, one of those places that I hear it all the time. Like what you said is like, I know my website sucks, but I didn't really have time to plan this outright. And we're so busy doing these other things. Right. And, uh, and, and we're all in pursuit of new clients and more money and all of that kind of stuff. And, you know, how much money do you think is being left on the table here 
just by by neglecting the website and not going back and making sure it doesn't suck, making sure it does align with the marketing goals and all of that? Well, there's a lot. And obviously, it's going to vary by industry. And uh, one of the things you have to think about, too, is performance, because people are impatient these days. So even if you have a slick design, if your page doesn't load fast enough, a lot of people move on and they'll just go to the next one. So you need to make sure that it looks good, that the messaging is speaking to your target customer, and that it comes up quickly and loads well on every type of device, mobile device, big laptop screen, mobile screen, doesn't matter. It all plays into it and can affect that bottom line. My favorite, and this stands out to me because I, I must have visited five websites like this last week alone, and that's where that whole top section of the website is just an image or even worse, a bunch of sliders that don't really say anything, but no text. And you have to scroll way, 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 way down just to find out what's there. And uh, of course, on mobile, uh, that's even worse because there's a lot of scrolling you need to do to get down to just the content. So are you seeing that also? Yeah, not as much anymore, but there were for a long time, a lot of templates that do that. And they have this big image at the top. But you have to have something there because, as you alluded to, you have only a few quick seconds to grab the attention of the person visiting the site. And if it's just some abstract stock photo, that doesn't really tell the visitor anything. So you need to right away have a quick, concise headline that grabs the attention and makes them want to keep reading. The job mm -hmm. of the headline is to get them to read the subheadline. The job of the subheadline is to get them to read the next paragraph and onward down the page. And so if you if you aren't doing that, then you're missing a lot of opportunities. Mm -hmm. And I will agree with you on the sliders too. Uh, that's just wasted bandwidth because people have to load all those images before the site comes up. And most people don't even stick around to look at them all. And even if they did look at them all and you scrolled through all of those, what is it actually accomplishing, right? And so, so there's that. So, you know, we've talked about some of the problems and the issues with websites and some people listening in right now might be going, oh my God, that's me. I didn't plan my website or I feel like my website sucks and I really want it to be better. And don't worry, we're not going to call you out. We're not going to tell anybody who you are. But, you know, our reason for saying this is that, you know, and, and having Jeffra on the show is that we want you to be able to get access to that kind of help. And it's not, oh, we want to sell you website design services. I mean, are those available? Yes. But at the very first Part of it is planning. And Jeffro, this is what I like about your message so much. And it aligns with what the way I approach marketing is have a plan first. So, so two things. One is that if anybody needs a plan, they can definitely reach out to you and you will help them to come up with one. But can we give some people some guidelines in terms of what are the, some of the things that they need to think about in their planning process before they either build a new website or approach changing their existing website so that they avoid the repeating the same mistakes over and over again. And that is building it without a plan. Yeah, there's, there's so much there. And I, I think one of the first things you need to do, like we mentioned before is define why you need the website. Is it to get new customers uh, or is it just to better represent your brand a little bit of both? And that can start the process of planning out what needs to be on the website. And if you think of it from a point of clarity and uh, messaging, you want to make sure that the most important things are coming across first. You don't want to be another commodity uh, because if you're an HVAC company, there's 
tons of other HVAC companies. So don't just list your services. You got to think about why you're different. How can you make a connection with that visitor to make them want to hire you more than somebody else? Is it telling you about the family heritage that, you know, your grandpa started this business or you do things a certain way or you're always wearing these iconic pink and green shirts? I don't know. Those are the things you need to start highlighting that make you stand out so that people are drawn in and want to work with you. So that has to be the, the starting point. And we can dive into all the other details of that, but you got to start there. Mm -hmm. Well, definitely start there. But I also I think you have to decide what you want them to do once they're there. So what what is that that action? Are you generating a lead? Are you making a sale? Are you creating brand awareness or whatever it is? Uh, you need to have a goal, right? And yeah. Yeah. And that can take uh, different forms. If you're an e-commerce business, obviously you might be trying to get them to make the sale on the webpage right there. If you're a service-based business, you might want them to make an appointment. Uh, and if it's a, a a higher ticket thing, sometimes you don't close the sale right there. So maybe the goal is to get them on your email list. And so you use a lead magnet where you get their email in exchange, they can download a free guide or template like we talked about. And now you can start nurturing them along, educating them on why the thing you are providing will help them, why it's worth the price or whatever the case may be. Because a lot of people aren't ready to buy today, but they might be ready down the line. And so now that they're in your ecosystem, you can stay in touch. You'll be top of mind. And when they are ready to pull the trigger, now they're going to come to you. You know, and like you said, there's there's a whole lot of questions and also sub questions that need to be asked during the strategic planning process. And of course, we've given our audience some of the ones, the high level ones to think about here. And like any type of planning, I think that one of the reasons people don't do it, and I'll get you to weigh in on this, uh, one of the reasons people don't do it is that A, they don't know what questions to ask, and B, it's like it's difficult when you just want to grow the business, you just want to build the business, taking that step back and leading yourself through strategic planning questions is a difficult thing to do. And I think you know, from my experience, people get super impatient with doing that. And that's why I would highly recommend finding somebody to work with or collaborate with, especially on that planning process. What would you, what would you say to that? Yeah, I agree. I think in our society, we get so uh, caught up in looking what's 10 steps ahead. You know, we hear all the experts uh, tell us this is possible. You can make this much money on the side or in your business. And that is great. And it may be true, but you have to you know, pull that scope back a little bit and hone in on what you need to do today in order to get there 10 steps ahead. So you can't jump the line. You've got to slow yourself down, sometimes do that uh, work. It may not even be that hard, but just you have to sit down and do it. And having someone help you through the process makes it more likely to actually happen. So that's why I offer a free website consultation. So you can meet with me for free, I'll sit down, we'll talk about your website, look at it, say, hey, you could improve this, you could do that. This is what I'd recommend. And you could go do it. Or you could hire me to do it for you. Up to you. I just want fewer terrible websites out there. So that can be a starting point. Well, and it definitely does start with that, that planning process. And by the way, you mentioned that free consultation. For anybody watching this on video, and you already like what we're saying. There's a link just beneath this video where you can go and do that. Or if you're listening to this on a podcast, check out the show notes in whatever player you're using. And I have a link to Jeffro's website there as well, where you can schedule that consultation. Just see, like, go through that planning process. And then once you have a plan, you can then work your plan. And like you say, 
they have choices. They can either have you build it or at least they're more educated and on where what their next steps should and could be. And, uh, you know, it really connects well with our theme of this show, which is, you know, we, we call this the creative collaboration show because we believe that the journey towards what business owners and entrepreneurs want to achieve and, you know, that, that point between what they want to achieve and where they are right now is just one good collaboration away from happening. And so many of us are on this journey uh, alone. No, none of us are really alone, but sometimes we make ourselves alone. And this whole term of solopreneur, I, I hate that term because nothing that I've ever accomplished in business of any significance was ever done alone. It also, it always took a team, partnerships, employees, um, you know, different types of connections. And one of my uh, goals with doing a show like this, Jeffro, is I want to connect people with you who are, you know, look, you, you want to have a better website. You want to make more money from your website. You want it to serve you better with sales or leads or whatever your goal is. Find someone to collaborate with. And uh, I think Jeffro is a great person to collaborate with here as well. And that's why I wanted to have you on there and, you know, help people to find the pieces, the missing pieces of their puzzle and people to collaborate with to get things done easier than doing it on their own. And if you've been doing your website on your own and you're not a professional website designer, I have to ask you, how well is that working for you? <laughs> and I don't mean to be too cheeky, but I mean, time to let go, right? Time to let go, time to let somebody else do it. Find someone to collaborate with. And this is the journey that I'm on, certainly with my business. I'm letting go of the things I should not be doing. The things are not within my zone of genius. I know which what what's they are and I know what they aren't. And so the things that aren't, I'm looking for someone to help me in all of those areas. So um, since this is the topic of our show, I wanted to ask you a little bit here and just remind everybody, if you want to connect with Jeffro, link beneath the video, link in the show notes there. I will repeat that again at the end of the episode. But what's your experience been with collaboration? How has collaborations and partnerships played a role in the growth of your business? I love that question. And I love this focus because it's so important. Uh, like you said, I think especially for entrepreneur personality types, a lot of us, we're capable of doing a lot of things and we want to do it ourselves. But yeah, we have to <laughs> be honest with ourselves. You know, we can only accomplish so much. And one of the partnerships that I've created just from networking and doing business has led to an event that I'm doing right now um, that will hopefully happen in an ongoing manner. It's a virtual marketing expo, uh, but this came as a result of networking. I'm now partnering with him. He's done these events before, but now we're taking it to the next level. He was doing small trade shows. Now we're doing bigger virtual ones. So you don't have to fly to a conference center in Los Angeles. You can just log into your browser and now walk around in all the booths. So this is a really cool thing that I'm working on. I'm really excited about it. Uh, but yeah, that would be a great example of something that came out of it that I wouldn't have expected. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit about the origin of that, because I, what I'm trying to do is kind of encourage people to figure out different ways to find these collaborations, because they hear me talk about this all the time. And they're like, OK, great. Yes, I should find someone to collaborate with. But what do I do? Where do I find them? How do I even figure out what I should collaborate with? So 
What was the origin of that? Were you, did you go looking for that opportunity or was it something that came up and you realized, oh, that's a good opportunity. I should jump on that. And it kind of came up organically. And that's just from attending dozens and even hundreds of networking meetings over time. Sometimes you meet the same person in a couple of different places or you click, you have a one-to-one -one meeting and you start talking about things that you're both doing and you think, you know what, we could really work well together. And the more you do your business, the more you network and talk to people, you have to break that thought that, okay, business has to be done this way. We have to only transact this way. Otherwise, I can't work with you. And that could take the form of, hey, would you be open to trading services? Uh, because, you know, I would love to get access to your course and you really need SEO. And so we'll try it. We'll make a swap. And a lot more people are open to things like that than you might expect. So just being open to throwing it out there and talking to people can make a big difference, open up some of those collaboration opportunities that you may not have ever seen before. Yeah, I love that. Observing that this organic opportunity happened and, you know, attending networking meetings and, you know, sort of since since all of the lockdowns in 2020, uh, one of the good byproducts of all of that is the increase of virtual networking meetings. You don't actually have to go anywhere. In fact, I went to my first in-person networking meeting a couple of months ago. And I was, you know, honestly, I was frustrated when I was there because with the virtual ones, I make so many connections so fast, especially these ones on Zoom. You've got the chat and you can see who everyone is and, and it's very, a lot easier to follow up afterwards. And when this in-person one, it's like everybody's lining up for the snack table. And, it, you know, it's 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 even difficult to uh, get into the, like the little, you know, the little groups of people that are already networking with one another. But in the virtual networking, it's so much more structured and you get an opportunity to have one on ones or small group uh, discussions where in an in-person environment, it's a lot more difficult to do. So what's been your experience with these uh, with these virtual networking groups? Well, I think. Your mileage varies depending on which group you go to. There's different organizations that um, organize their meetings in different ways. Some of them are a lot more effective than others. Uh, so I will give a shout out to H7 Networks. I think that's been a great organization. It's affordable to join. I've met a lot of great people there and I love their approach to networking. Uh, one other thing is that because it's virtual, I can now connect with people across the country, not just in my local area, like an in-person one might be. So that's opened up opportunities as well. So I'm working with people in the Midwest, on the East Coast, and uh, it's great that these are people that I would not have met otherwise if it weren't for the virtual networking events. Amazing. I don't have that one on my list of networking events, but I'm going to actually add it because that's another one. And we're trying to make it more accessible. We're trying to help people find these networking opportunities easier because, you know, like I was saying earlier, they're so much more effective, in my opinion, than the in-person ones right? Where you have to go and get into line for the snack table. And, and it's very hit or miss. Like you don't know who you're actually meeting. We're in the vert in these virtual networking, like you said, not, they're not all good, but some of them make it better than others to really connect with the people that you're there to connect with. So, and to come away with it, with connections that lead somewhere that actually accomplish something. Yeah. So, um, Awesome. Well, I love that. And we wanted to give these people these uh, give people that listening in this opportunity to, again, identify the missing pieces of the puzzle in their business. But then where can they go and find someone to collaborate with? So 
you know, if it's website stuff you're after, do connect with Jeffro. Uh, this is going, you know, that's going to be a great opportunity. It's why I invited him to be here today. It's not a topic that we've covered, but I like your approach. And, you know, because almost everyone else I've talked to in the website world is all about, oh, here's my quote for rebuilding your website or doing your branding. And what they really mean by branding is I'm going to change the colors and I'm going to change the logo on your website. And it really doesn't accomplish anything. To me, that's not branding. Um, and so, but I really, you know, I really love your approach and helping people create a strategy that's going to work for the type of business they're in. And uh, again, we're going to, as we wrap up this episode, I'm going to give everyone a, another opportunity to connect with you. But I want to ask you a, a really important question here because, uh, again, collaborations, and I thank you for weighing in on collaborations. Another big part of this business growth journey is learning and mentorship and, uh, you know, getting key pieces of information that can be a, a big difference. And so I ask this of all my guests, and that is, what would you consider to be a must read book that has really made an impact or uh, really helped you out in a big way? Well, the first book that comes to mind is uh, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Ecker. Mm. It's not explicitly a marketing book, but uh, there's so much that has to do with your mindset and getting out of your own way in order to become a bigger and better person who's capable of accomplishing bigger and better things. And that book really helped me to do that and to have a, a practical view of what I needed to work on and improve in order to actually move forward and apply the knowledge that I learned from all these other books and marketing things that I've read and courses I've bought, but hadn't implemented. So that was really helpful for me to actually move forward. Amazing recommendation. And nobody's mentioned that one yet. Now, Harv Ecker was one of my mentors. And I remember meeting him before he wrote Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. He had a little booklet called Speed Wealth. And then Secrets of the Millionaire Mind was was actually uh, taken from one of his three-day seminars, mm -hmm. uh, which changed my life. I mean, if it wasn't for Harv, we wouldn't be sitting here having this conversation right now. I mean, you might be out having your conversations, but it changed my business. Uh, I got on stage. I started speaking at events. Uh, I repackaged my messaging and my branding and transformed how I sold things but that's not even the best part. It's what you said. It's the mindset. It's, it was, you know, he talks about the financial thermostat. You know, if your financial thermostat is set for $1,000 a month, you're very unlikely to exceed $1,000 a month. So you need to work on that and get that to a million dollars a month if that's what your goal is. Uh, what, what has been your biggest takeaway from that book? Well, it, it made a bridge between you know the mindset and also the practical beliefs that you need to have uh, in order to get past those barriers that are in place to help identify them. I think a lot of times if you're new to entrepreneurship or you've never thought about mindset before, maybe you hear gurus or whoever, they all talk about mindset, but you're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Give me the, the good stuff. Give me the shortcuts and the tips, right? But until you actually stop and work through that, you're in your own way. You're holding yourself back. And until you go through something like this with an open mind to figure out, okay, am I actually holding on to some belief that's somehow holding me back? You know, like 
Yes, the answer is there's something there. You might not realize what it is yet until you decide to look for it. And it opens up so many more doors to move you forward. Absolutely. Highly recommended. That will put that link beneath this uh, video and in the podcast show notes as well. And in our directory of must read books, and we're going to put your name beside that one, Jeffro, because you were the one that recommended it. Great recommendation. So um, great episode. I mean, thank you so much for sharing everything. And I know that we could probably speak all day about all the different things you can do with websites and how to improve them and not just how to improve how they look, but how they perform, you know, do they actually increase the revenue and profit that you're earning in your business? So, so we've got, uh, we've got the links to you and your website beneath this video and in the podcast show notes, anything you want people to know about that before we wrap things up? Uh, well, I'll just say the links too. So we have them on audio. We've got frobro.com is my main website. If you go to frobro.com slash meeting, you can schedule with me directly for that free consultation where we will look at your website and give you some pointers. And if you want the SEO audit, send me an email as well. Uh, and we'll go over that. But the main thing is take some time to be intentional with your website. It doesn't have to be perfect on this version, but start improving it. And over time, when you look back over your shoulder, you'll see how far you've come. Excellent. I really love those great words to end this episode by. And uh, Jeffro, thank you so much for taking the time and sharing your your tips and your uh, your expertise with us here today. Uh, to my audience, thank you for being here. And if you're still listening right here, this means this episode resonated with you. So guess what your next step is? Find someone to collaborate with. And Jeffro is, you know, that person. Go and click on the link. Schedule that time to connect with them. It's going to look at your website, look at your SEO, and uh, help guide you towards things that can be much more effective with your website. So uh, with that being said, uh, don't let little obstacles stand in your way of building your business and your big dream. Uh, There's always someone to collaborate with, and you might just be one collaboration away from cracking the code on your business and really getting that great result. And Jeffro is one of those people that you can collaborate with. So until next time, uh, keep moving forward. Never, ever give up on your big dream. And until next time, this has been Chuck Anderson with the Creative Collaboration Show, and we'll see you on the next one. This episode is brought to you by the Collaborators Toolkit. If you're looking for better ways to grow and scale your business through collaborations and strategic partnerships, our free Collaborators Toolkit contains the best resources from our workshops, as well as contributions from our guests. These tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for to solve everyday business challenges and to access highly effective ideas that can grow your business exponentially. The best part is that these resources, tools, and templates are completely free and our gift to you for being a valued member of our community and a subscriber to our show. You can get free instant access to the Collaborators Toolkit today by visiting our website at www.collaboratorsunite.com forward slash toolkit. That address again is www.collaboratorsunite.com slash toolkit. Toolkit. Register today and I'll see you on the inside.